0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the Destiny Domesticated Podcast, it's your host Destiny. And in this podcast I wanted to do something a little different. So, I kind of try to make this a safe place for me. We kind of sometimes talk about serious things like mental health, loss, self growth, and things like that. But I thought, why don't I try to do something a little different and get the male perspective about some things. So before this episode starts, I just want to say that um, we might end up getting into some touchy topics and issues like that. So if you're sensitive about certain things, please either watch with discretion or um, just click off of this one now because I'm not exactly sure what we're going to touch on, but I feel like some things might get a little touchy. So just a little heads up, a little warning to you just so that you know. But, I wanted to make this episode for a couple of different reasons. One, um, as you guys know, I have a TikTok, so I spend a lot of time on TikTok. And, I go on there and I see so many videos of people losing their brothers, their dads, their significant others. And something that, or the one thing that all these videos have in common, is the fact that they're all young males and I kind of kept watching these videos and it hit me that, hey, Destiny, you're someone who has a lot of young men in your life. Um, whether it be your brother or your friends, I feel like it's important that I kind of took the information I was getting from those videos and, and tried to make something from it because seeing it, it it, it broke my heart. It made me really sad, especially seeing that When I went to the comments and these family members were talking about this person who had passed away, they would just talk about how they never really reached out for help, how there were no warning signs uh, because their deaths would be from suicide. And we all know that there's sort of like this stigma around suicide and mental health and depression as it is. But I feel like the stigma carries on more so with men. They're often told to be strong, to don't crack, don't break. If you show your emotion, then you're a sissy, and you're a pansy, and and you're not a real man. So, a lot of the times, we see that the men in our lives kind of just slip away because it's what they're told to do. It's it's how they're told to, to behave and to react. So... I kind of wanted to make this episode to help young men feel like they had a voice and I wanted to hear that voice and hear their opinions and their emotions about certain things and just get their thoughts. I felt like it was sort of my responsibility as a, a woman who is their friend to let them know that um, although maybe in the past I wasn't making it seem as if their voice mattered so much that... I'm trying to understand now and I want them to feel heard and seen because I know that um, it can be really difficult for men to feel like they have the support from the world behind them. It's a little controversial to say this but I feel like women have the entire world behind them. When something happens to a woman, She has the support of other women, but she also has the support of other men, of just family members, of the internet, of the media, but whenever it comes to men, sometimes I feel like they just struggle, struggle, struggle to get anyone to ever believe them, to support them, to, to give them a place where they can also feel safe and supported, and things like that, so... This is really important, especially after losing one of my friends to suicide and knowing that it was difficult for him to open up to certain people about the way that he felt. um, It breaks my heart because I I wish that men didn't have to go through this. I really do. I feel like it's something that we need to work on as a society to make sure that our 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 boys, our young men, and, and elders alike all feel like they're being heard and that they matter and that they are valid in our society and that they're more than just their money. They're more than just their muscles and their their appearance and what they can provide for us, but what we can also do to help support and provide for them, you know? So... What I did was I asked my friends some questions and these questions kind of vary, um, I wanted to try to ask them things that had meaning because I felt like if I was going to do this thing where I gave them an opportunity to talk, I wanted it to be something meaningful. I really wanted to get that perspective because I feel like as women, we're constantly asked about things or we constantly just like to talk about stuff. So. It's kind of easy to get to the female perspective on a lot of things. And especially being a woman myself, I know how society works for us. I, I, I know because I have women in my life and being a woman myself. But I want to know what my friends think about the more important things um, when it comes to just society and conformity and all the things like that. So I asked my friends... And how we're kind of going to do this is everyone is going to be represented by a letter um, because I didn't really get everyone's permission to use their name. Some people didn't tell me if I could use their name or not. And just out of respect for them, I'm just going to call everybody by letters. So um, we have C, J, R, JJ, and um, D. Now C is gonna be the first one that I always mention because I felt like it would be important to get some representation from another country. So C is gonna be our European representation. (laughs) Um, So that's why he's always gonna be first. So we'll start with him. And this is our first question. So I have 11 questions in general. Um, Again, like I said, I feel like they all vary. And the good thing about this is that all of the men that i that i asked these questions to are all very different people um some of them are similar in certain ways but they are all very different and their answers although do have similarities are also very different uh so it was also very interesting to get that point of view just see like oh how they thought as people not so much as just men but like as a person what did they feel about this certain thing and I, ne- I haven't really gone over these answers, like, heavily yet. I kind of just skimmed over them to make sure that they answered them and didn't, like, miss something on accident. <sighs> oh, so, it's, it'll be interesting. I have 11 uh, questions, so let's go ahead and start with the first one. So, this one says, Society tends to put a label on women claiming that we are too emotional. Do you believe that this is true? Do you believe that men are too withdrawn emotionally? So what I'm gonna do is just go through everyone's answers and then just talk about them at the end. So for this one, C said, let's see. C said, no, I don't believe so. I believe that both men and women are kind of equal on that. It all depends on what they are going through and how they are handling it, okay? Now, Jay said, Jay said, I believe at times women can be too emotional, but I believe that this is a very niche thing and there's nothing wrong with being emotional or too emotional. I do believe men are too withdrawn emotionally, speaking from a societal perspective. Okay, so that was Jay. Then we have R who said, "Um, I agree with these statements. That was all R gave us. That was it. He agrees. Then we have JJ who said, I don't believe this is true. I believe that there is a stigma with certain people about being emotional or not being emotional at all. And no, I don't believe that men are too withdrawn. I think that men are more likely to hide their true emotions because they don't want to be hurt. Mm, I love that one. Okay, and then finishing up, we have D who said... um. Wait, where is it? I think our society worries too much about labels and should worry about other things that can better not only ourselves, but our future. I can't exactly give you examples of what other things people should worry about, especially since I am a man who believes everyone and everything deserves to live a life of your own choice. Okay, so very different answers. We have some people who think that women aren't emotional Some that feel like women are emotional and that men and women kind of just do their own things. This one was interesting because, like I said, I feel as if women have always been labeled as too emotional and that men have been labeled as being too withdrawn emotionally. So, what really stuck out to me about this one was JJ's answer. And this is because... He's the only one who kind of went more into depth about the men, the, the male part of it. Um, he said that, uh, I, do, I do not, oh no, 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 I don't, hmm? oh no, 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 okay, so he said, and no, I don't believe that men are too withdrawn. I think that men are more likely to hide their true emotions because they don't want to be hurt. I I really loved that one because, like I said, he's the only one who actually talked about the male perspective. Um, And this was interesting because I never really think that men are more closed off with their emotions because they are trying to protect themselves. I love this sort of, um, this more fragile part of, of manlyhood because to me, in my opinion, as a woman, I feel as if um, men are more closed off because that's what society expects from them—that they're not supposed to show their emotions, and therefore men just don't. But having this other idea that hey, maybe they're doing this because they don't want to be hurt—it feels so much more human. And it, when I read this the first time, it kind of made my heart like a little, a little sore because I was just like, when I'm reading these responses again, I have to remember that these are responses that are coming from my friends. And so it automatically makes me think, oh, is this how he feels about it? Like, this is his own opinion and feelings about it. So it it makes me think, oh, there was that instance where I was just like, oh, why are you being so closed off from me? Why are you so quiet? Why don't you express this and that? But it's just like, What if he's just doing this because he's protecting himself? And I was making it seem like he just was being a man who didn't want to communicate. And that's why I say that doing this sort of exercise is so important. Because it helps me to understand my friends as men more. And I can just really appreciate that. And like I said, everyone gave me permission to do this. So the answers that they gave me, I can talk about them. I can discuss them, and I appreciate JJ for being fragile and more vulnerable in saying this. Uh, So yeah, I really liked that one. So let's move on to question two. Again, and there's also no right or wrong answers here. Everyone's answers, opinions, feelings are very valid. So yeah, moving on to question two. Where do you stand on the debate that kitchen sets make little boys gay? Do you feel like sexuality is something that should be discussed when it comes to children? I was very curious about this one because I've been seeing this debate going around on social media recently. And what surprises me is that I don't see very very many men when it comes to these debates. It's a lot of women. Which mm, I kind of didn't expect because me being me and the whole societal thing... I always kind of see women as being more, um, excuse me, more nurturing and accepting. So I always kind of imagine that whenever it comes to, I don't want my son being gay, that it's men. But, oop, throat noise. But in this case, it, it, it was women. And I haven't talked about anything like this with my friends before. We don't really get into... Deep, important topics a lot, so it was really interesting to get their opinion on something like this. So, let's see what the guys had to say. Um, starting back up the top with C, um, he said, Wah, bah, 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 bah. No, <coughs> that was it. So, that's how he answered both of them. Okay, and then I said no. Okay, J said. I don't think objects make someone homosexual and that isn't a choice. I think ginger roles can be discussed as long as the children are told that they do are that they do not have to follow or fit them and are free to express and be who they are. If Tommy likes to or likes dresses and likes to play with kitchen toys, let him. If Susie likes playing cowboys and with trains, let her. Okay. And um R, he said Um, a male can be a chef if he enjoys cooking. It doesn't mean he's homosexual. No, I wouldn't discuss sexuality towards my children at a young age. Okay. And then for JJ, he said, I don't think that kitchen sets make little boys gay. I think if they enjoy that or anything else as a child, let them enjoy it. And sexuality should be discussed so that children understand what they are and what they feel like they should be. Okay. And then lastly, we have D who said, um, where is it? I honestly think that this is something people worry way too much about, especially labeling children. I say, let the kid do whatever he wants. It has nothing to do with sexuality at all. Um, I'm sorry, but this is a stupid question to put out because it just sounds sexist, especially since it's a child who's playing with toys. All right. This one is a, this one is a thing. This one is a thing. So I want to point out three things. One, I love 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 mm, mm, men. You are great. How all of them basically were really accepting to the fact that um, mm, um accepting to the fact of just letting kids be kids and letting them play with what they want to play and. Th- Allowing a kid to have that sort of self-expression is so important, especially when it comes to self-discovery. So, I really loved this. Guys, y'all are amazing. I'm sensing some amazing future father figures here. Um, I also want to point out the 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 labeling that D talked about. So, he says that this question is stupid because it sounds sexist. Um, I don't think that the question is stupid. I think that it's kind of an important question, because you kind of get a standpoint on what this person feels whenever it comes to things like gender roles, and just sexuality in general. It it isn't a, a stupid topic at all, I don't feel. But I do have to agree in the sense of that labeling, especially on children, uh, it's really weird. Labeling in general is already like a meh thing, but I feel like children have so much to discover about the world and themselves that placing a label on them that young just stunts that that self discovery and growth. Um, I also wanted to. Wait, um, what was it? What was it? Ah, okay. What JJ said about the actually wanting to talk to children about sexuality because jay mentioned wanting to talk to uh, talk to the children about gender roles and that you don't have to conform to them which is good but it was interesting that jj was the one who actually said that he would talk to his kids about sexuality to get a better understanding of who they are and what they want to be which is very very interesting um i feel like This was an amazing answer because, again, this sounds like somebody who wants to understand their children and to let them be who they want to be. But having discussions like this are important with kids, depending on the age, I feel. We got to make sure that they're actually understanding what you're saying and not just going to be influenced by what you're saying and allowing that to label themselves as something that they're not. Because you can literally talk about, like, a superhero, and kids will think they're a superhero. You can talk about a fairy, and kids will think that they're a fairy. Or a princess. Or a unicorn. You know? So it's important to have discussions at the right time, I feel. But I love all of these answers. Again, I love how they're how they're different. Some people would discuss the sexuality, some people wouldn't. Everyone pretty much agrees that kids should just be kids. Let them do what they want and again i kind of love the why is this even a a sort of discussion which i agree let the kids just be a kid it's a kitchen set who cares um guys that was good let's move on to question number three Mm, this was a good question have you ever received flowers before do you think that flowers are a meaningful gift now i really wanted to include this um question because I saw this video of this guy who was talking about the fact that men will never receive flowers in their life unless it's at their funeral and it broke my heart because it's true again that's that's a societal thing since we're kids we see it on tv we see it in books we see it in cartoons we see it from our parents and people around us that the men gets the woman the flowers I'm not even really sure where it comes from. Maybe it's because flowers are pretty. Um, I've never understood um, why men never got flowers. I I I don't know if it's just like a masculine-feminine thing. It sounds dumb because some men love flowers. Some women don't like flowers. But let's see what the guys had to say about this one because this one I was really interested. I I was really interested about this one just because not so much wanting to know if they've ever received flowers, but wondering how they would react if they ever received flowers was more interesting to me. So let's see what they what they had to say about this one. Starting off with Mr. C. He said, um, but wait, yes, I do. So he answered, the questions backwards but that's fine he said yes I do and no I haven't gotten flowers myself but flowers are nice to give to your mom girlfriend or any other person you know and care a lot about okay um, oops Jay said I have not received flowers before and probably won't until my funeral if that I think it depends on who they are from if they are meaningful or not once in a while, it would be nice to get a flower because it is thoughtful. Okay. Then we have R who said, um, let's see. No, I've never received flowers before. Yeah, I think they are a meaningful gift as it is a sign of appreciation being handed flowers. Though me personally, I wouldn't say it would be something I would want. But it's the thought that counts, so I'd expect if it came out of someone's appreciation for me, then sure, you know. Alright. Then we got JJ, who said, I have never received flowers, but I do think they are a meaningful gift depending on the person. And finishing up with D, he says, um, I have never been given flowers before, especially since you know how my luck is with relationships. E- <laughs> uh, sorry, D. Uh, I think it's, I think it's a meaningful thing because you're not only showing the person interest, or the person of interest romance, but it shows the kindness that you're willing to bring. Um, okay. Interesting points. One, C said something along the lines of giving flowers to people in your life like your mom or your girlfriend. It was just interesting to me how his brain automatically went to the females in his life. Um, I don't know who the other people are, but he mentioned mom and girlfriend, so that's where his brain automatically went with this, which is interesting because, you know, I feel like with most people, that's where it automatically goes. We think of Mother's Day, we're sending our mom flowers, we're thinking of Valentine's Day, we're sending our girlfriend or wife roses, like, it's, they just correlate. Um, something heartbreaking with, with Jay was him mentioning how, like I said before, he wouldn't receive flowers unless it was his funeral, if that. But also, equally as heartbreaking or kind of like heartwarming how even though he's come to this realization, he still wouldn't mind getting a flower. He thinks it would be thoughtful. Um, this is the heartbreaking part because men shouldn't have to feel like it's going to take a certain action in life for them to be appreciated Uh, not not saying that flowers are the only way to show appreciation to people, but something as small as a flower, we think, um, there's a lot of emotion that can be put behind giving someone a gift. It's not only about the receiving, it's also thinking about the person who went and picked that thing out and thought, hey, this is something that this person would like. I want to show them that I I care about them, that I love them, that I'm thinking of them, so I'm going to give them this gift. Thinking that there are certain people, men specifically, who can't even receive something as small as a flower until they die is just tragic to me. And it isn't something that I really thought too much about until recently. It's actually quite heartbreaking. I hope that if you're a woman out out there who is listening to this that... We we kinda changed this sort of thing. Maybe we should start buying men men more fragile, quote unquote fragile things like stuffies and um and flowers and just more delicate things. Why does everything that we have to give them like tools and, and video games and just hard rough things? Maybe they want tender, fragile things as well. Um and then lastly, with D, I love how he actually mentioned the 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 giving part of receiving of a gift, not just the receiving part, but uh the giving. I feel like gift giving, like I said, is is an amazing expression of love towards somebody. Um, so I really liked that too. Alrighty, moving on to question four. Since we are little girls, we are told to sit, speak, and act a certain way. What things do you feel are stamped on men by society? Another good question. Um, Because as a woman, like I said, even at a tender age, we're told, don't sit with your legs open. You You can't say these words. Little girls don't say this. Little girls don't do that. Little girls walk like this. Talk like this. Present themselves like this. I I know all of those things, and yes, I know the general things that society has stamped on men, like be strong, um, be um, supportive, or not really supportive, but be the caretaker, um, don't express too much. But I wanted to see if they would tell me some things that maybe I didn't know before that aren't so surface level. So, let's go ahead and see what the men's had to say about this one. Do y'all have anything interesting for us? So C, again, I was very interested to see his response, seeing as he's from another country. And I'm not really sure if Europe has the same societal standards as we do here in America. Um, So, alright, here we go. Here's an insight from our European friend. He said, I'm not sure on that one. I haven't had any of that over here, so I don't know how to answer that. Thanks for the (laughs) insight and then Jay hit us with the I don't think oh wait no 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 I think men are told not to show emotion to be strong and tough to not shy away from fights otherwise you'll be seen as a coward if you are participating in any infidelity that it is okay for you but it's not okay for women as well as other double standards all right then we're going to go to R, who said, um, As a male, I feel like we're always stamped to a certain monic- Oh my gosh. Monicure? What? What is this word? I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm dumb. Like speaking in slang all the time and always being competitive and strong-hearted individuals that shouldn't cry. Okay. Then we have JJ, who said, um, I think that men are supposed to be the caretakers and to, mm, I think that men are supposed to be the caretakers and the support structures for families. Okay. And then we have D who said, um, again, like I say, I support all life and with people having to be told on how they should live and being labeled as stupid and ridiculous. Let people do what they want and be whoever they want to be alrighty so let's start with D first um, I feel like he kind of has this just Hey, let us be who we want to be stop trying to put labels on us attitude um, I would have really loved to see what he felt that society has stamped on men rather than just like his actual literal opinion about it just as a man in this day and age and growing up as a man in this country what do you feel like the pressures have been on you like i really wanted to get that from this one um two things that i didn't really think about before that were brought up is the whole slang thing like i've heard of certain minority groups automatically being stamped with with things like having a certain slang or dressing a certain way but never men that's very interesting um something that i've never really thought about before but would probably try to, like, look around and see if I pick up on anyone actually mentioning anything like that. It's very interesting. I feel like a lot of the times, just from my own personal experience, that I hear women speaking in slang a lot more than men, which is interesting observation. Um, I also wanted to mention Jay's response and him saying that... Um, the whole infidelity thing that men get off but women are are the ones who usually don't get off with it which i usually see the other way around i feel like a lot of the times when women are the ones who cheat or do something like that that they're the ones who kind of get more flack for it um or no no no, not get more flack for it that they're the ones who kind of just get a little smack on the wrist but when men do it it's like he's undateable ever again. Like he's a war criminal. He, he's just lock him up, you know? It's very interesting to see that these are their perspectives on the things as men, that this is this is the way that they see it. Very interesting. I love this. I feel like I'm 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 getting into the needy greedy. Like, mmm. This is how y'all feel. Alright, I, I love it. Next, in a relationship with a man and a woman, is it important that certain gender roles are put into place? For example, man is the breadwinner and woman is the homemaker. Now, I feel like we live in a new day and age, so I'm kind of just expecting from the jump that all of them are going to be like, no. <laughs> but, mm, I don't know, That that's a little ignorant because there are a lot of cultural um uh a lot of just cultures in general that still play into the whole gender roles and things like that so i don't know maybe maybe not but let's see what what the boys think on this one um so for question number five chris said yeah i think that it's important and it also depends on how they want to have it in their relationship because every relationship is different than others all right um jay said I don't think gender roles matter. Everything is work and both people got to help out where and when they can. Sometimes you got to do the laundry and sometimes you got to do the dishes or cook or get something fixed. Doesn't matter who does it as long as it gets done. Like to see it. Okay, now R said for question five, no, it isn't important. In fact, the more income received for both parties, the more money they can spend freely. All right, and then JJ hit us with the. I don't think that ginger rolls should matter in a relationship. I feel as if as blah, blah blah. I feel as a woman could do. Oh no 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 no. I feel as if a woman could do just as good, if not better, of a job at 90% of jobs out there. Okay, a little praise to women. And then we have uh, D, who said, No, I don't think ginger rolls should be placed at all in relationships. It's all about working together as a couple, and whether the the woman gets the job or the man stays home and clean, in the end, it should be agreed amongst each other and be on the same page. Okay, so it kind of seems as if they're all like agreeing in the sense of as long as it's discussed in some sort of way in the relationship then it's all good um it's interesting that c thinks that gender roles are important because mm, i don't know i was expecting everyone to say that they're not important now let's 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 pick and pick from a little each from from oh my gosh let's pick a little from each one (laughs) i can't talk so jay said Something that I really liked in the sense that, like, there's no gender roles. We doing everything. Everyone's doing something. And I like that. I feel like it would be really weird to enter a relationship and be like, hey, you're going to be in charge of washing the dishes and you're going to be in charge of taking out the trash. You'll be in charge of, of cleaning and you'll be in charge of fixing stuff. Like, no. In real life, I feel like... If something needs to get done, somebody's gonna take care of it. And if that needs to get taken care of the next day, then either that person could do it again, or the other person's gonna do it again. Now, the only reason I would I would think that that would need to change is if someone has a particular uh, set of skills. And maybe, hey, let's say our light our lights broke, and you know how to fix it, and and I know I can't. So instead of <laughs> the light breaking, and potentially something else breaking, I'm just going to let you go ahead and take care of it because you have some sort of, uh, mechanics, uh, experience that I don't have. Now that's different, but going into a relationship and setting certain rules and standards for chores, um, I mean, having standards, all right, like we're not going to be dirty, but like Dividing and setting certain chores for certain people is kind of weird. Now going on to JJ's response, I love it <laughs> only because you praised women, and I and I love it. We love to see it, a little feminist. Uh, and then for R, he mentions the whole, "Hey, y'all both getting a job, combined incomes, y'all." Like, it's not necessarily what I was talking about, but it's interesting that that's what he thought that. Um, no, we can both get jobs. We can both work. One person doesn't need to be the breadwinner. One person doesn't need to take care of the house. We're going to go to work together and we're going to go home together. I mean, I love it. You know, good answers, y'all. Good, 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 good answers. Okay, so moving on to question number six, we have, if you were to sum up your life principles in four words, what would they be? Okay, I, I really was interested in this one because... I feel like in life we have so many principles that we live by how are you going to prioritize and pick only four like i i'm so interested to know what what principles are so important to you that you would pick and choose over other ones um i I just want to say right off the bat that these men are fantastic men so i knew that their principles would align with who they are and I, I just wanted to see, like, oh, okay, I can definitely see why that's a principle. I can definitely see why that's a principle. Uh, so, this one, I, I, I really loved this one. Let's go ahead and get into it. So, we're going to start with C, as usual. And he said, and this is number six, right? Yeah. He said, honesty, love, respect, and understanding. Okay? Straight to the point. And then we have J, who said, um oh hold on jay actually answered this one last so i gotta find this one separately geez louise give me a second okay so jay said stay disciplined don't worry about things you can't change or are in the past you must keep going forward and if something bad happens and it's out of your hands let it play and uh do the best you can your character is more important than being one of the cool kids or trying to impress others Stay true to yourself at all times in your beliefs and morals. Don't um, have others in your life who are nothing but negative or toxic or hateful. Surround yourself with people who are good role models. You can learn a thing or two from them. It'll also rub off on others as well. Got a good little hefty portion right there. Alright, now R said, live. <laughs> <laughs> now JJ said... I don't really have an answer for this one okay and then D hit us with the uh, worry less live life where's the live by (laughs) so I want to just mention that everyone kind of had problems with this one like this this was one that everyone was kind of just like I don't really know about number six and I thought that this one was like one that was would have been like pretty easy compared to the other ones that would require a longer answer um, but like I said there's a lot of principles that you would that you could live by that it, it might be a little hard to prioritize only for um, now I will say that I appreciate how C kind of just like listed them all out and like I said C is a really good person so I could definitely see how these would be the principles that he lives by now J this man hit us with a novel and I just have to say that I I definitely appreciate the fact that he went into depth about his principles because even if these are principles that he does or doesn't live by, I can still appreciate so much that these are the sort of principles that he would want to live his life by. Again, it's great. I love being able to um, see how everyone's... Thinking and feeling, this was a great answer, and definitely had one, or definitely was one that kind of made me like reflect a little and think, hmm, am I living by these principles? Because they're good principles, you know? Um, great answers, great answers. All right, number seven, do you feel like you have a healthy support system? What makes a good support system? Su- blah, 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 blah. <laughs> What makes a good support system, in your opinion? Now, this question really came from, um, like I said, those videos where people were losing their loved ones due to things like suicide and depression. Um, I know that a lot of men out there have their demons and their battles that they're struggling with silently and don't reach out and get help um so i was really curious and in, in seeing do my friends feel like they have people that they can rely on and if they're going through hard times do they have a support system that they can fall back on and that's going to help them get through those rough times it was very important for me to to see this but even more important for me to to ask them this so that i could get a better understanding if i as a friend need to be working better to be a good supportive person and and help them in their times of need but also very important for them to identify what it is in, in their own opinion what makes a good support system because i feel like every person is different what we need from other people support wise comfort wise and just you know real wise you know when it comes to like being realistic it's all gonna differ we all require many many different things Parents will tell you that. P- parents who have have multiple children will tell you that every kid requires different needs and different things in life because we are all different human beings. We're we're not alike. So, let's see what the guys had to say about this one. Um, so C hit us with the good old, yeah. I feel like I do have a healthy support system, and I don't know how to explain how how it makes it good to be honest. Okay. <laughs> all right all right and then um, Jay hit us with the um, which I hit us with he hit us with the I don't feel like I have a healthy support oh I, I do not feel like I have a healthy or great support system I would say it's okay I think what makes a great support system is people being there for one another without a shadow of a doubt in their mind and being able to vent and get comfort received and given as needed. To be able to talk about anything that is going on, no matter how bad it might be, and having support on each other in the end, and having that reciprocated." Okay. And then we have um, R, who said, "Um, I have a pretty healthy support system, always asking for guidance and giving others encouragement, and help them embrace their problems by being empathetic, uh, and or by being empathetic with them, but also acknowledging their accomplishments and struggles in life. Okay, and then JJ hit us with the I feel like I do have a healthy support system. I feel like having a fa- having a family and having friends um, that support whatever you want to do in life. And then D hit us with yes. And I can't really give you an answer on the second one because it's different for everyone. Okay, um, so starting with D first. Uh, Yeah, like I said, I I do agree with that because everyone's different. But I want to know what makes a good support system, in your opinion, you know, for you. It's good, it's good, it's good. Every answer is a good answer. Now, I do want to say that it makes my heart very happy that majority of the, the men here feel like they do have a healthy support system because honestly I was expecting everyone to say nah because (laughs) I'm being realistic like I don't feel like I have a healthy support system I feel like my support system is all right like I have one or two people that I I can depend on to be there do I feel like I get everything that I need from these people no I feel like when I'm going through things that there's always a huge part of me that always just feels like I'm not getting that that love and care and support that I need, but it's enough to help me get through it. Knowing that these guys have that healthy support system and they feel like they're okay and are, are able to identify what makes a healthy support system in their opinion. So after hearing that, hey, this is what makes a good support system and knowing that they have those things that they've described because, you know, why else would they say they have a healthy support system? is amazing. This means that, like, it's kind of, like, a weight lifted off me, because, um, I'm constantly worrying about my friends, if they're okay mentally and emotionally and physically, and I feel like mentally, I know that some of them don't really open up, or emotionally, I feel like a lot of them don't really open up mentally and emotionally, so knowing that hey even though they don't open up to me about it knowing that they have people that they can open up and do open up to is amazing and i i love that for you guys i'm glad that you have a healthy support system now for jay um he says his support system is okay uh and has a lot of of ways that he's uh describing a healthy support system and just knowing that your health, your support system is okay and that you don't have all of these things that you listed is it's pretty saddening. And I hope that one day you do find some sort of community that helps you feel like you are taken care of, supported, listened to, because we all deserve that in due time, in due time. Hold your head up, King. Alright, next. We have, when you were little, what kind of man did you want to be? Do you feel like you're that man now? Mm. When I I was writing this question out, I was getting a little emotional because I feel like whenever we're kids, we're so innocent. We're so innocent. We have so many dreams and aspirations on who we want to be and what we want to just do. We want to take the world by storm and, and just just tackle everything where we were going to be amazing people change the world and then time progresses and we change and our view on ourselves changes our view of the world changes and after everything that we experience, the highs and the lows do we feel like we made that child proud if we were to look on ourselves now from the eyes from our eyes as a child do we feel like we're that person who we wanted to be so badly i feel like it's an emotional question because we don't we don't want to let ourselves down i feel like no person wants to let anyone down especially ourselves so um asking them this question i wanted them to get a little bit vulnerable i i wanted to get like good genuine answers about how they feel as the man they are now. Are they proud of themselves? Are they disappointed? Do they still have work work to do? Um, so, let's see. I feel like this is a question that men need to be asked more. Um, I feel like it's just a good question to ask people in general, but to ask somebody how they feel about themselves, I feel like it's just something that's not asked. These fragile questions are not asked to men and I feel like they they definitely should be so with this one um C said yeah I kind of think I'm the type of man I wanted to be a kind nice honest respectful and supportive man that is easy to talk to listens to other people when they need someone who could listen Uh, To what their thoughts are. Alright, Tinder profile. This man said, hold on y'all. Let me go ahead. (laughs) Let me go ahead and just tell y'all a little bit about myself real quick. (laughs) Anyway. And then uh, Jay hit us with the, I never really thought about, or I never really thought to myself about any kind of man I wanted to be. Was just more focused on getting by, to be honest. I think I've made progress in the right direction since then, but I still think I have more progress to go. Okay. And then R hit us with, um, I always wanted to be someone who could engage socially towards others. Someone who doesn't give up easily and moves, oh, and keeps moving forward. Someone who has self-confidence in himself. To an extent, I have sort of grown up to be that man. However, I still don't have self-confidence in my abilities just yet. Okay. Then JJ said, what is this question? Seven or eight, okay. I wanted to be a bunch of stuff when I was a kid. I don't think I have accomplished anything I wanted to. Oh, JJ. All right. And D, he says, Yes. And oh wait, no, no, no. He said, "Hard to say. Mm, hard to say what were the things I wanted to be. But all I know is, even when I was little, I always tried to be a good guy, and I still am today." Okay, D and C, listen, y'all, we—they had to make sure that people know. Hey, I, I, you know, like it is what it is. When I was young, but I'm a good man now. They're single, y'all. <laughs> they're single See, put out a whole like tinder description right now like I'm nice I'm easy to talk to like I'll listen to you girl anything you need like I'm here <laughs> like this man, hey, now I've got nothing but love for you now I, I want to talk about R because he says that he actually listed what he wanted to be when he was younger and I loved that I, again, I wanted them to think, go back to being a kid, and what was it that you dreamed and strived for? So I really liked, liked the fact that he, he listed out the things that he wanted to accomplish, and feeling like, yeah, you have grown up to be that man that you wanted to be, but you you, you still you still feel a little off. There's still room for improvement. And that's the same thing with Jay. He mentions that he feels like he's making steps in the right direction but he, he still has a ways to go and i love these more realistic views on <clears throat> growing up and being the person who we want to be because i feel like we're always going to be growing we're always going to be changing the, the goals and expectations that we have for ourselves are constantly going to be changing as we grow You know, I feel like as soon as we fix one part of us, there's always going to be another part that that we got to improve, that we're going to want to get better. So for my my friends out there who feel like you have grown up to be the person who you want to be, I'm so happy for you. And y'all are amazing men, so I know that you have gotten to that point. And for my friends who feel, and even JJ who says he, he's wanted to do many things but feels like he hasn't accomplished anything, hold your head up, you know, I know how it feels. Even at 25, I feel like I've accomplished jack shit, but we're, we're gonna keep going through it, holding our head up, and hopefully we hit those marks, you know? So, you'll get there, We'll we'll, we'll get there, you know? Good answers, y'all, good answers! Number nine, what do you think the world needs more of? All right. What are we lacking out here in this big wide world, y'all? Let's see what the guys had to say. Okay, so C said, they need more control over violence and better people to make better decisions for their countries. I feel like this man was attacking, that that was specifically for us. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Um, okay, and J said, we need more kindness, honesty, openness support and understanding keeping it simple okay then we got R who said the world we live in today needs more common sense less violence less greed and more generosity it would change the overall outlook of the world we live in today um, in a brighter point of view okay then J or JJ said I think the world needs kindness the most out of anything. And then D said um respect for all. <laughs> so everyone pretty much has the same general idea of wanting there to be less less violence and more kindness, which isn't really surprising. You know, I feel like most people kind of feel these things. Um but, but I love how R really went into details um, in, in, in listing the things out. And he, he listed greed, which I love. We need less greed in the world. Definitely, definitely. And he also said we need more generosity and more common sense. <laughs> yes. More common sense, please. Good answers, boys. Alright, number 10. We're getting close to the end, y'all. When it comes to being a man in this day and age, do you feel like your voice matters? So, here's the big one, the big kahuna, um, the, whole, the question that this entire episode revolves around, do you as a man in today's day and age feel like your voice matters? I feel like so many times men get silenced. We, we constantly say that women get silenced, but like I said, it's controversial, I know, But I feel like when it comes to certain things, a lot of the times, women are the ones who are most likely going to be heard out. While men don't even speak up because they're often overlooked and unheard. So, I wanted to know, in general, if my friends felt like their voice mattered. And even being a man in this society, out here in the world, in this game of life, do they feel like they are heard? So let's see. Let's see what a boys had to say. Alright, so hitting up C, he said, Yeah, I think so. Or at least hope it matters, at least when I have things to say about different stuff. Alright. Um let's see J hit us with the um I don't I don't think my voice matters. I don't think anyone actually cares or gives a shit on my thoughts or feelings, man or woman alike. Sad face. Okay, so R said, When it comes to being a man in this day and age, to be honest, I don't feel like male's voices matter, as we always end up being the victim in relationships a lot more often than before. People always paint us males as rapists or heartless assholes who only care about sex and drinking with friends. It couldn't be further from the truth, to be honest, though. Okay. Nice. And then J, J, JJ <laughs> hit us with the... I feel like my voice matters in certain situations, but in some situations, I feel like even if I'm in the... I, even if I'm right in the situation, it doesn't matter. And then D hit us with the... No, in some cases. Alright. So, we kind of have a mixed bag here. Well, not even a mixed bag. We have one, one, one um, opinion that's different. That's C. He feels like his voice is heard and, you know, which is a good thing. I don't know if it's a European thing that they just, they got it better over there from what the, what I'm hearing, it sounds like they do, based off of this man's answers. Um, it's really sad that everyone else feels like they're not heard. and I, I want to go more into specifics and everyone's answers, um starting off with um, starting off with uh, JJ. So he says that even when he's right in situations, he's still wrong. And I've always hated this. The whole, the whole, um, when you're in an argument with your significant other and she's a female, um, even if you're wrong, you're right. Or, blah, blah, blah. Even if you're right, you're wrong. Just let her be right. I've always hated that. That is just setting someone up to be a victim. That is just silencing someone and putting them in a position where they feel like they're constantly having to be silent. It's it, it seems like a minor form of conditioning somebody to not speak up when things happen to them. Because it happens, or because this person is somebody who you love, or who loves you. I, I hate it. Um, So JJ's saying that even when he's right in a situation, he still feels like he's wrong. And that his voice doesn't matter. It's really saddening. Um... R kind of went and talked about society altogether about how men are labeled as rapists and um, alcohol abusers, you know, and things like that. It, that's a whole other thing. That's a whole other thing. But false accusations are a real thing. Some men fight for their lives trying to prove their innocence and simply because they are a man, they get silenced and they get punished and their lives are ruined. Um, a lot of men are the victims, like he like he mentioned. A lot of men are victims to abuse in relationships, whether it's physical, emotional, mental, sexual, and they don't speak out about it. We have just barely started getting more stories of men coming out about things that have happened to them when they were kids when they're adults of, of women doing these things to them and again just feeling like their voices don't matter they don't mention it and then they're expected to walk around with this trauma and function normal normally in society with these scars and this damage it's heartbreaking you know and then Jay mentioning how he just feels like his voice doesn't matter to men or women it is excruciatingly painful because this is a person who just feels like no matter who it is, he's, his voice isn't going to matter. And it breaks my heart for all of you. And I'm really sorry. And I hope that I'm trying to get emotional. I'm sorry. It's because I like everyone has a place in my heart. All these men are people who mean mean something to me. So it it hurts knowing that this is how they feel and I just hope that you guys keep holding your head up and I hope that as a society we can change and that things just get better for men, you know, if something happens to me, yes, it'll be awful, but I know that I'm more inclined to be able to get help and that is like a safety net for me. I know that I can get the support that I need from from people just for being a woman. Knowing that men don't have that same safety net, it's ridiculous. Especially in a day and age where we are fighting for equality for everyone. We should definitely be taking that into consideration more. This is why men are struggling so much when it comes to their emotional and mental health. This is why suicide rates in men are significantly higher than women. They need to be able to express and, and, and talk and mention the things that really bother them without being ridiculed or silenced. It's heartbreaking. Okay. <sighs> Last question. Very, very good question that I wanted. Um, what piece of advice would you give to other young men out there? From these 20-year-olds, like everyone's in their 20s, I just wanted to know what, what advice would they give to other young men after everything that we've just learned from them and heard from them? What is something that you would like other men out there to know? So if you're a young man and you're listening to this, I hope that you allow these words to feed you, feed your soul, feed your, your brine, your your mind and your heart, and help to motivate you, inspire you, or at the very least, give you some sort of comfort in this world that sometimes makes it seem as if you guys are not valued and seen. Um, So let's go ahead and start with C. This one I'm not really going to give any commentary on. I'm just going to allow their advice to be what it is. So all of these young men have the floor. This is the advice that they have to um, other young men out there. So C says, I would just tell them to be strong and to push through the bad stuff they have to go through in life because it will get better in the end. And it Oh, and to just take it all one day at a time and see what each day brings them. And they all are unique in their own way. Okay, and Jay says, uh, Don't run with the crowd. Even if you got to be alone, try to always do what you believe is right. Stop being to- Stop being toxic and misogynistic. Stop allowing things like rape and assault to happen. Even if it means making the hard choice or losing friends to do what is right, um, just try your best to be honest and truthful, and do the right thing that is best for everyone involved. Compromise if need be. And then R said, um, don't let anyone say you need to be or act a certain way. Be yourself, be different. It makes a way better impression when you are the rare child of the crowd. Sure, we can all oh sure, we are all unique, but what if we all act the same? There's a the variety? Sexuality doesn't matter these days. Be the person you want to be, not the person people want you to be. You'll impress the crowd that matters if you're expressive towards yourself and willing to advertise yourself as the lesser amongst the sheep. Okay. Then we have JJ who said, ooh, JJ who said, I would give the advice to trust yourself and to take risks in life. You might fail but if you, t- if you don't take any risk, you will hate yourself for it in the future. And then finishing off with D, he said, Stay true to yourself, but never do anything that leads you down a bad road. Words to live by, gentlemen. So these were all of the opinions, the feelings, um, the info and advice given from some of the men who matter to The most to me in my life. Um, I hope that they feel as if they are valid and that their voices were heard in this podcast and that I was able to use them, not in a bad way, to use them as a way to help men get their thoughts and feelings and opinions out there into the world. I wanted to give them a platform where they could express things that maybe they haven't expressed before and answer questions that they've never been asked before. And for me to be able to be a woman in their life who listens and understands and gets a better idea of who they are as people and the issues that they face as men, it's, it's very important to try your hardest to understand those that are around you and I feel like in this, this world we live in, it's so much men against women um, that we need to just start trying to understand each other more and understand that we both have struggles that we are fighting against. And sometimes those struggles are very, very similar. And that if we spend so much time fighting each other on who gets to be the victim, and who is the one who's oppressing who that we're just taking away from a greater fight that can be helping each other heal from the from the societal wounds that we're all raised with you know and our own personal wounds as well so i hope this episode could help someone in some sort of way gives insight to the men the the, man the mind of men Even if it is in a general simplified sense, all of these men um, gave me amazing answers and and dedicated their time to this episode, so I just want to give a special thank you to C, to J, R, um, JJ, and D. Thank you guys so much for helping me do this, for giving me your input. You are all valid, you are all important, you are all great human beings, and it's a joy to have you in my life, and I hope that you all do well in your journey, you all get to the part, the places that you want to get to, and that life just grants you with greatness. Um, with all that being said, thank you everyone who listened today's, to today's episode the first episode of 2022 we set it off with a good one <laughs> I'm not sure when the next one will be out but just be on the lookout and I will talk to you guys in the next one thank you so much for listening have an amazing week uh, weekend actually and I'll talk to you guys in the next one bye